Hello! Welcome to Be Your Best Self-Health Chats, weekly casual conversations about taking health into your own hands. I am your host, Kristen Longacre. We are going to continue where we left off last week. Over the last few weeks, we have been talking about 10 reasons your diet isn't working. And before we jump in, let's go through a quick recap of each reason. Number one, you're dehydrated. We dug into this one a few weeks ago and we shared a lot of great information about why hydration can help your health. Number two, you're focusing on quantity over quality. This was last week's episode and I truly had so much fun getting into this one, not bashing calories and macros, but it was a good one, let me just tell you. Are you really sticking to your diet like you say you are? This is exactly what we're gonna tackle this week and I cannot wait to share this one with you. Number four, fast food is still junk food. See me back here next week to talk about this one because I also love this topic. (laughs) Number five, you're not eating enough protein. Number six, you're averaging less than six hours of quality sleep a night. Number seven, you're eating too much sugar. Number eight, you're not moving your body, and oh, you know I'm gonna have thoughts there. Number nine, you're only focusing on cardio. Okay, this one might surprise you, but I can't wait to talk about that too. And number 10, it's not custom to you. My favorite of all reasons. But this week, we're gonna focus on number three. Are you really sticking to your diet like you say you are? Now, before you hit pause, hang with me. This episode is gonna be a little bit of a gut punch, but it's an important conversation to have. When I chat with my one-on-one clients, oftentimes there is this conversation of, I wrote it all down, it's not making sense, but my clothes still don't fit, I'm not losing the weight, I'm not getting my energy back, but I'm doing the things. And that's exactly why we're working together one-on-one. We dig in a little further and things start to make sense. And I'm not saying there's a bad thing, but sometimes it takes somebody to look at everything from the outside to help you really dig in and figure out like, am I missing something? What am I missing? And a lot of the times it's honestly being honest with yourself. Yes, I said honestly being honest with yourself, but you know what I mean. Hang with me because I'm going to give some questions to ask yourself when it comes to making your diet work. And it's a good place to start digging in on your own. And it's a good way to start getting honest with yourself. For starters, if your goal is weight loss or fitting into your clothes better, honesty is going to be the most important part of your diet in general. Let's start off by talking about honesty when it comes to tracking. If you are somebody who is tracking your food, macros, calories, food journaling, whatever you are tracking, are you truly logging everything you eat? And yes, I am talking about that bite of your kid's peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that cookie you grabbed from their lunchbox that they, for some reason, didn't eat, the alcoholic beverage you had last night with dinner. Why do those things matter? It's just a little thing here and there. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, right? Little things like that add up, and if you're not being honest with yourself about that, you might be eating like five or six of those bites of that peanut butter and jelly throughout the day. Next thing you know, that's half a peanut butter and jelly. That needs to go into a food log. Or maybe you just grabbed a handful of pretzels, but did you look at the serving size on the bag? 10 pretzels is one serving. Did you just eat an entire serving of pretzels while you were having a snack trying to decide what to snack on? Little things like that add up and little things matter. So 
That's why honesty when it comes to tracking is really important, especially if you have a goal that you are focusing on a number. Weight loss at the end of the day comes down to calories in, calories out. How you measure those calories, whether it's calories, whether it's macros, whatever you're doing with it, being honest with yourself about what you're putting into the body is going to be important. Sure, you can look back at your day and say, yes, I hit my calories for the day, my app gave me a high five, but you left out that 200 calorie glass of wine you had with dinner. Now, again, it's a 200 calorie glass of wine. Is it gonna make or break your overall weight loss for the week? No, but if you have that 200 calorie glass of wine every night and you don't log it, that's 1400 calories throughout the week that you aren't logging. Again, this is for people who truly are focusing on logging their food in a calorie or a macro basis. Like I, if you aren't doing that, then maybe this isn't for you, but paying attention to those little things, your body still took that wine in and needing to know what your body took in is going to be important when it comes to you hitting your goals. What's more important, having a true picture of what's going on with your health or hitting your calorie goals so your app congratulates you at the end of the day? Those things matter. And again, if you're not tracking calories or macros, then great, this doesn't matter to you. But if you are tracking calories or macros, being honest with yourself and tracking, measuring out your food. Are you eyeballing four, four ounces of chicken or are you paying attention to the serving size when you say, I'm gonna eat a bowl of Cheerios? A bowl of Cheerios tends to be like two servings, but are you logging one serving? Paying attention to your tracking and being honest with yourself is going to go a lot further than guessing at those numbers will, especially when it comes to hitting your goals. Now let's talk about honesty when it comes to how you're feeling. This puts the numbers aside and this focuses more on the perspective of how your body is reacting to food. If you work with me as a nutrition coach, you know that I typically don't work from the perspective of calories or macros. We look at it from a food journaling perspective, what you're eating and how your body is reacting to what you're eating. This is just my way of coaching and this is how I like to dig into things before you get into a calorie or a macro perspective. I believe this is the first step before you can actually put numbers to all of your food. When you're looking at a food journal, you can fill it out and say that everything's perfect, but are you being honest with you? A lot of the times, similar to that other situation, you can write it all out, you can say everything's perfect, but things aren't changing. And when I start to ask more questions reviewing that perfect food journal, that's when the real stories come out. And again, not in a bad way, but if you truly wanna improve your health, you need to be honest with yourself about how you're really feeling. You can't just look at the, my clothes don't fit aspect of it. Why aren't your clothes fitting? Are you bloated? Are your clothes not fitting because you are eating all this kind of food that's not making you feel great? I'm gonna pick on cheese for a minute. While this situation I'm gonna share is hypothetical, I actually see very similar situations happen a lot throughout my coaching time. Let's pretend we are reviewing the food log of someone named Alexa. Just a random made up name, but let's pretend. Alexa has a problem with dairy, but she loves cheese so much. Out of her 21 meals she is logging a week, 10 to 15 of those meals have some kind of cheese in them. But when she's filling out her food journal, she never marks those meals as not feeling great afterwards. But bloating is still an issue. 
the weight isn't falling off. She's still exhausted. She's not sleeping good because she's uncomfortable and just something's not right. She knows that if she were to eliminate the cheese, likely those changes would happen, but the cheese is so good so she doesn't want to call it out in her food log. Honesty. This is where honesty comes in. Alexa has to make a decision. Sure, she loves cheese. I get that. There are people out there who are addicted to cheese and there is a reason for that, but we're not getting into that today. Does she want to continue to feel the way she is? Does she want to continue to be bloated? Does she want to continue to keep the weight on? Does she want to continue to be tired? Or maybe we say goodbye to cheese until we heal what's going on on the insides and then add it back in. Honesty. Being honest with yourself when you're logging how your body is feeling. Which leads me to the last piece. Honesty with yourself. Last but not least, it is being honest with yourself. Does your current diet and goals fit your current season of life? And I think this is such an important topic of conversation because we are getting close to summer. So, well, as close as you can say we are to summer. We are in mid-March. So pretty soon, the swimsuits are going to hit the stores if they haven't already. I don't go shopping. Maybe they're in the stores already. Pretty soon, you're going to start to see hot girl summer ads pop up. Pretty soon, you're going to start to see the juice cleanses, the diets, the 75 hards, get your body ready for summer, get ready in time for Memorial Day weekend, whatever they are. But does that fit your current season of life? Do you really need a bikini body by summer? If it means giving up all of these things, if it means giving up all the food you love, does it, does, does it really need to happen that quickly? And does it support your current season of life? Because if you are going to go into a weight loss journey or if you are going to go into a health journey, it's not something that you can just flip a switch and it happens overnight, especially if you're new to this. I'm not here to scare you away, but it is something that is really, really, really important to be honest with yourself about. If you have these huge goals for summer to look great in a bikini, you want to drop 30 pounds by May, which by the way, we need to have a conversation if that's your goal. Does that fit your current season of life? That's going to mean sacrificing foods you love. That's going to mean sacrificing time and spending more time at the gym. But what if you went to look at something a little bit different? What if you looked at it in the perspective of instead of losing 30 pounds by Memorial Day, again, we're going to have a conversation if that's your goal, but instead of saying, I want to lose 30 pounds by Memorial Day, you look at it from the perspective of, I want to be the healthiest version of myself by Memorial Day and continue to lose the weight as we go into the summer. So some things to evaluate with your current season of life and your current goals. Should you slow down your weight loss goal to fit with this season? And that's exactly what I was just talking about. Maybe you have your MyFitnessPal set at two pounds a week, but maybe you should really shift it to one or even half a pound a week. Depending on what your season allows, like you need to really evaluate that. Do you have time to move your body five or six days a week, or should you shift it to three or four? Again, this is going to fall right in with your weight loss goals or your goals of how you want your body to look. You need to make sure you have time to do that because if you're just cramming in these six workouts and you're not doing them well, you're not doing good form, you're doing it because you're being told you have to do it or you're even skipping through pieces of it because you don't have time to do it, it's time to reevaluate your goals. 
And yes, that might mean it's going to take a little bit longer to hit your goals, but it's better and it's safer for you to do it that way. Should you be meal prepping more than you are? Again, this goes back to that strict goal. If you are somebody who is trying to lose a lot of weight in a short period of time, again, we should talk, but you're going to have to meal prep, period. Like, it's just, there is no way to look at it and say, I'm going to eat 21 healthy meals a week without doing any form of meal prep. You're going to have to get your snacks together. You're going to have to at least plan some of your meals or plan ahead for things. You need to be able to eat a solid breakfast. You need to have snacks ready to go. Have a solid lunch and a solid dinner plan. Because otherwise, you're just going to be winging it and hoping for the best when it comes to eating dinner. You're going to eat out. You're going to eat junk food. You're going to rely on the snacks from the vending machine or the gas station or whatever. Meal prepping is going to be an important piece if that is your goal in this current season of life. If you don't have time to meal prep, then maybe we adjust your goals. Maybe we focus on a habit-based goal instead of a number-based goal. And I'm not, I told you this episode was going to be blunt. I'm not here to discourage you, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But should you be meal prepping more than you are? Think about it. Dig into it a little bit. Next question to ask is, are you really sleeping enough? Again, this fits into this season of life. I have shared my story on Instagram, and I think I even shared it here on the podcast. Last year, I was in a season where my life didn't allow me to sleep a full eight hours a night without getting up. I had a dog who had dementia. She had our days and nights flipped, and there was days where I was getting up three or four times a night. I was not in a position to safely go into a weight loss goal. I was in a position where I needed to focus on healing my body, listening to my body, and finding more times to rest. Three to four workouts a week was enough when it meant getting sleep because I wasn't sleeping enough at night. So I'm just sharing that story because maybe you are in a similar season of life, whether it being with a kid or an animal or something. If you are not sleeping enough, you need to evaluate your goals because sleep is going to be an important piece of that goal. And another thing to evaluate, and I say this just based on conversations I've had recently, does your budget allow for the type of food you should be eating? We are, I don't want to say the R word, I don't know where we are, I am not a financial person. However, I do know that when I look at my grocery budget, right now buying all organic produce and eating all foods that I know will best serve my body does not fit into my budget period. I know in this season of life, there is more processed foods involved purely because the cost of buying the foods that I would prefer to eat for 21 meals a week is not there. It's something you have to evaluate. And I hate to even bring money into this. Again, I'm not a financial person, but you have to consider your budget in all of this. There are going to be things that you can buy right now that fit within your budget, and there are going to be things that you can't. And maybe maybe budget isn't a situation for you, but if you are going into a weight loss season or a season where you are going to be needing to eat more whole foods over processed foods to heal your body, you are going to have to take your budget into consideration. I am not being this blunt with you to make you give up on your goals. In fact, I'm doing the opposite. I want to see you hit your goals. But I also want you to be realistic about that. Maybe you need to change things up. Maybe instead of aiming to lose 10 pounds by summer, which is realistic, we shift that goal to a five. Or maybe we take the number out of the equation altogether and focus on habits-based goals. 
instead of looking at weight in general and putting that pressure on a number, we look at little habits we can do. Instead of focusing on, I have to hit this number on the scale, we focus on maybe I increase my water, I focus on my sleep, I eat vegetables three to six times a day, I increase my produce, my fruit intake. Little things like that can add up to huge results over time. Now, there are big changes that can add up to big results a little bit faster, but again, maybe you're not in that season of life. Shifting to a healthy lifestyle or going on a strict weight loss journey takes time and it takes energy, and it is not for everyone to jump into right away. I would rather see you focus on habit-based goals that add up to big results over time than get frustrated trying to hit a certain number by a certain date when in reality, the goal is to be healthy long-term, not just healthy for Memorial Day or summer. Everyone has their own season of life, and it's important to be honest with you in your current season of life, not the season you think you should be in. If it's not realistic to do all of the things you need to do in your current season of life, it's time to evaluate your goals, and I am here to do that with you. Shoot me a message, and let's talk about it. I love just chatting about your goals and I love hearing about your goals. So send me a message. Tell me what they are. Tell me what you're doing. Let's make a plan together. Not to scare you away, but we had to have a blunt one. Are you being honest with yourself? Think about it. As always, it's great to have you here. And if you have a chance to visit iTunes or Spotify to rate and review, I would greatly appreciate it. The more reviews you give, the more people that can find this podcast. Send it to a friend. Come check back in next week.